Hey guys, welcome to our journal entry podcast. We're so excited that you're here with us today. This podcast is where we give people a place to be vulnerable and share their hearts and testimonies of God's goodness with others. We're your hosts, Giselle and Emily. We hope you guys enjoy. Everybody and welcome back to our journal entry podcast. Whoop whoop! Episode sixteen. Sixteen episodes. We've come so, so far. Exciting. <laughs> We're so close to twenty episodes. Yeah, we have to throw a party for that. <gasps> we should. <laughs> oh my goodness. That fun. All anyway. right. So today we are joined by, by my own flesh and blood. <laughs> okay, my twin brother, who's not actually my twin, but could be. Maybe. Yeah, that you guys. If look you so want to like. believe that, you can believe that if you want. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know if you were going to introduce him or if I was going to introduce um, him. Elijah McMahon. Hey, everyone. Insert applause sound here. <gasps> the crowd goes wild. Anyway. All right. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about yourself, Elijah. Um, so I am Emily's own flesh and blood, as she said before. <laughs> My younger brother, in case anyone was wondering. Right. Not twins. We are four years apart. Um, so she came out four years too early for that. <laughs> uh, okay. Just make that weird. That's all right. Yeah. But, um, I've been going to revive with you guys for the past two years and, uh, I feel like especially in the past, maybe even like six months, especially there's been serious like spiritual growth and physical growth in my walk with Christ. Awesome. Awesome. So very cool. My brother's really cool, guys. He works at, like, a coffee shop. That's, oh, like, yeah. Super He's a hipster. <laughs> He's got, like, the... You can't see him because we didn't record this episode on the cameras, but... He's got, like, the, like, hipster glasses, and, like, it's just, like, really cool. He's yeah. cooler than I'll ever be. I'll admit that. Oh, appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> I can make coffee better than you. He can. Huh? That's true. Anyway. <laughs> you guys also told me to get here early. Uh-huh. Or more so... You texted me to get there while I was sitting down eating breakfast. So I just brought my breakfast. Uh, a chocolate croissant. 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 And coffee. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. So let's get into it. Um, Elijah, what's on your heart? So recently, um, I've been thinking a lot about fasting. Um, more so doing, actually. The other day... Um, in this new faith and in this new walk that I'm in with Christ, I wanted to experience fasting in a way that I hadn't in the past. And reason being is because I grew up very Baptist, very Southern Baptist. Yeah. So we were like, you fast, you know, it's a symbol, you're good with God, you know, you need God more than you need fleshly things. Cool, good for you. And then, you know... End the story. Right. Not and, a lot of spiritual significance. Mm -hmm. Right. And I mean, fasting could have been like anything from not eating for a couple days or not eating for like a day or not using your phone for a day or social media for a couple weeks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it really ranged from anything, you know, like the idea is still there, but it just, it, there was no spiritual aspect. Right. So the other day, actually last week, I really wanted to 
connect with more with God. I wanted to experience that because in so many places in the Bible, it talks about Jesus going the fast for 40 days and 40 nights. Moses in Exodus going up on the mountain to talk to God, him not eating for 40 days and 40 nights and being satisfied that way with no physical, you know, with nothing to physically pleasure him other than God. And that's really why I did it. It wasn't really for like, hey, guys, I'm fasting. Look at me. You know, super cool. Right. You like post on Facebook like, hey, guys, (laughs) taking a break. I'm fasting. Yeah. It's like, okay. Sorry you won't see me. (laughs) Hair Hair flip. flip. (laughs) Um, But no, the reason I did it was because I really wanted to... I really wanted to feel that connection more with God. Yeah. And that's really exactly what I got. The thing about fasting is if you do it in a spiritual aspect and not go for the physical benefits, even though there's no physical benefits, because that's Mm -hmm. the point of fasting. You're supposed to be starving your physical body of what it wants or needs and working your spiritual body, working your spiritual walk with God. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I really thought of it as like, if you want to get buff, if you want to get really like fit, you go to the gym. Well, if you want the same for your spirit, if you want the same for your spiritual walk with Christ, you have to do that spiritually. Mm-hmm. You need to work your spiritual muscles. You need to push yourself to the point where you physically feel bad, but you spiritually feel amazing. And I mean, it's the same with working out, you know, Mm -hmm. you'll be working so hard, your arms will give out, you know, your chest is going to hurt. But the second you stop, you're going to get that pump, that really nice feeling inside you to Mm -hmm. make you want to keep going. Yeah. And in similar, um, in comparison, that's really what I got. You know, we, I did it Monday and at the beginning of the day, um, I woke up to the smell of cinnamon rolls. Because my younger brother was baking those, like, Pillsbury Doughboy cinnamon rolls that we had in the fridge. And it was, like, kind of like a slap in the face. Because I chose the day before to do it Monday. And waking up to that smell, all I remember, like, thinking was, all right, God, that's how today's going (laughs) to (laughs) be. So you're never more tempted with food until you decide to fast. Like it's never a big deal until you're like, I'm not going to eat today. And then it's like, we're having prime rib for dinner. It's like, awesome. And that's the thing. Thank you. So typically when I fast, I did it from sunrise to sunset, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean I woke up at five o'clock before the sunrise and gorged myself. Right. You know, I woke up probably around like eight or nine o'clock to that beautiful smell. (laughs) And I started my day, I started my day with prayer, just to remind myself, like, I'm not doing this for physical gain, I'm not doing this for pride or anything, I'm doing this to strengthen my relationship with you, God. And that's how I wanted to start my day, that's the way I started my day. So immediately after that, I procrastinated, went on my phone, uh, went off, went on social media, and... uh, I realized I shouldn't be doing this. I should be spending more time in the Word. So after an hour of scrolling through Instagram, looking at just brain-numbing things, <laughs> I... <laughs> Me on a day-to-day. <laughs> We're 
literally like a vegetable in front of my phone. I opened up my word and I indulged in that and I just read. I actually recently downloaded an app um, on the app store. I don't know about Google or whatever, but it's called Glorify. And basically what it is, it gives you like a daily quote passage and devotional for free. You can just go in, read every day. And I've been doing that for the past couple of days. And I just love being able to start my day mm-hmm. with Christ, you know, yeah. with like a positive quote telling you like, hey, this is, mm-hmm. you know, this is what God wants you to hear today. Yeah. Um, I'm also in school of ministry. So after I did that, I did some schoolwork, I guess, quote yeah. unquote. <laughs> I don't really think of it as schoolwork because it's not, yeah. you know. Being graded. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that that this is a side tangent, but I joined the school of ministry for a very similar reason why I started fasting was to grow spiritually. Right. Because I never had this I never had the discipline to actually follow through oh, yeah. with reading my Bible every day, mm-hmm. with praying every day, with praying multiple times a day, you know? Mm-hmm. And actually having that intimacy. Um and being able to be held accountable for that is great. I mean, accountability is essentially yeah. worthless without relationship. Yeah. Right. So having that accountability and growing in relationship with Christ at the same time was just amazing to me. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started doing that and also started fasting. Um, I mean, following, continuing through my day, I didn't really do much between like that time and lunch but immediately after that i drove down south to see my girlfriend shout out to kylie (laughs) girl Um, this one's for you plays a love song (laughs) just kidding (laughs) and i'll just kind of tell you how i was i was physically feeling at that time i was hungry my stomach would growl every like two minutes you know i felt like a walking skeleton I just wanted to eat. I feel eat. like your stomach is eating itself. Yeah. It's like, eh. I just wanted to eat everything in sight. And I might, I don't know if I cheated or not, but I did my, I did make myself one coffee. And that was while I was doing schoolwork. So maybe I'll have to try again and, you know. Coffee's not food though. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know. But it, it's got milk and stuff and I put sugar in it. So. <laughs> it gives you the illusion <laughs> that you're full. Right. But... <laughs> I, Fast, I don't know if that's just cheating, drinks coffee but... all day long. He's like wired. You're like twitching. Overpowered by the glory of God. Wow. <laughs> you like vibrate at like a million miles per second. Come to flesh. It's like a combination of the Holy Spirit and coffee. <laughs> He's got that Holy Ghost power. I mean, that's what happens when you make coffee with holy water, right? I guess so. I don't know. Ask the Catholics about that one. <laughs> I don't know if you're supposed to do that, but... But yeah, so I hop in my car, and I start to pull out, and typically, before I start driving, I'm on my phone trying to figure out what music I like, I like to listen to, yeah. like, on my car ride. And whenever, whenever I'm not listening to worship music, I'm listening to just, like, cafe lo-fi music. I've mm-hmm. been like Christmas that. music. Christmas yes. music. I love Christmas. I got home yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just gonna pause everything. I got home yesterday from work. He was not there, but his music was still playing <laughs> on our Alexa at home. 
And it's just like really like those like jazzy Christmas hits <laughs> that are like really slow and like like the ones that you play when like you put the fireplace on yeah. your TV. Like not even like a real fireplace. It's like you put the fireplace app on your TV. That's what it, it was like. Just like that was playing. And I was like, Elijah must have been here not very long ago. As of today, Wednesday the 13th, there are only 72 days until oh Christmas. Oh, my Yes. Elijah so. starts his Christmas countdown the day after Christmas every year. Yeah. Which is, I guess, fair. I, I'm with you. I love There's Christmas. There's no other holidays. Amen. <laughs> no Thanksgiving, no Halloween, just Christmas. And Let's it's just not even it all. A, it's not even about the jolly fat man himself. No. I it's love about it just because Jesus. It's the vibes. I mean, it's the vibes too, bro. Jesus wasn't even born on Christmas, Christmas right? Know, so. yeah. Historically speaking, but we won't get into that. That's a, <laughs> I do like the. That's a podcast for a different week. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. <laughs> Christmas. Okay, you guys tell us then what you want to do. Christmas podcast. We'll get someone on here to talk about Jesus and Jesus. All, and then you'll get all that your fellow local Christmas enthusiast <laughs> right. to talk about all of his favorite Michael Bublé Christmas albums. Right. Probably Elijah again. Because yeah. that's also him. So anyway. <laughs> so back to anyway, what we're talking about. Back to the car. Um I'm sitting in my car and I'm just really wondering what do I listen to? Like lo-fi, country music, uh, my regular like pop or like upbeat music i listen to a little bit of pitbull which is probably <laughs> not good i will admit specifically pitbull like, right. you like said that with like so genre. much shame <laughs> i listen to a little bit of pitbull i've gotten a lot of backlash of on that i'll be at the cafe and i'll say oh yeah my my playlist has like pitbull <laughs> bruno mars people like that you know and they they look at me over the counter and they'd be like, Pitbull. Just make me my <laughs> I didn't ask for it. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> That's awesome. They but like go home. They're like, you're getting the coffee shop. I do only listen to it because Pitbull. it's fun to listen to. That's it's fair. not because it's provocative. I don't. Right. I don't. I don't think anybody listens encourage. to it because it's pretty provocative, Elijah. <laughs> I don't okay. encourage listening to the songs for their meaning. I encourage listening to them because they're funny. <laughs> they're just funny to listen to. Yes. Motel, motel, holiday inn, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Elijah will officially be the first person to ever sing a Pitbull song on our podcast. <laughs> So glad you're proud of yourself for thank that you, one, pal. Anyway, okay, car. <laughs> so I was scrolling through my Spotify, and I don't know why I'm I'm doing it right now, but I was scrolling through my Spotify, and one thing I do, I don't like any song on my Spotify except my the worship songs I listen to mm-hmm. because I'll keep like my playlist separate. And I won't like any of the songs in there, like put the little heart Mm -hmm. emoji on it. But every worship song I listen to, I'll put a heart because it's so much simpler than having to, I mean, take three more seconds and go into settings and, you know, add it to a playlist. I just think I'll like all the songs so they'll immediately download to my phone so I can listen to them anytime, anywhere, whenever I need them. Um... And I just have a straight playlist, and that's what I decided to listen to. And worshiping, when you're so spiritually on fire, when you are fasting, when you're rejecting your physical body, 
is one of the most amazing things. Yeah. Like literally, it's good and bad because the worship was so great, I nearly like passed out. I mean, that could also be from hunger, but <laughs> and, like I'm, I'm not I'm not trying to joke, but it was so amazing. It brought so much peace to me and it brought so much like warmth and happiness and joy and just I was satisfied right mm-hmm. throughout my entire drive on 95 the 40 minutes I was on 95 I was completely satisfied you know just worshiping yeah and it wasn't even like me singing low to myself I had the volume all the way up I had hands up out the window (laughs) people were looking at me left and right and it was like okay (laughs) this guy's a little weird (laughs) but to it's not even just the feeling that matters. To have that intimacy with God on such a deep level was so amazing. And it's so perspective changing. Because typically when we worship, we worship in a group. We were like in a group of people, whether mm-hmm. it be like five people or 20 people or right, 500 Right, in like church people. or yeah. like in some kind of corporate setting. Right. And, you know, we get into the feels. Somebody ends up like kneeling down and it kind of pushes others deeper into worship Mm -hmm. so that they follow not that person but they follow to get deeper with god which is amazing but when you worship by yourself it's harder there's no other influences right and the reason Mm -hmm. for that is in the bible it says the holy spirit gathers two or more people i mean i might be taking that out of context so look it up i don't know the exact (laughs) verse but ever since christ died for us the holy spirit was released through the spilling of blood and water the holy spirit came out Mm -hmm. i lost my train of thought hang on (laughs) it's a family thing guys sorry (laughs) it's very like squirrel moment squirrel very good but the second the Holy Spirit came out, it entered us. Mm-hmm. So the more of us together, the more that we connect together, right. the more room the Holy Spirit has to move around. Mm-hmm. And that's why in big settings, at least I like to think that's why it's so easy to just dive deeper into God when other people are worshiping God with you. As opposed to by yourself, it's just you. Especially in the car, you'll have completely random people, you know, giving you the side mm. eye, beeping at you, flicking you off, or whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah. I feel personally it's so much more difficult to connect with God alone mm-hmm. than it is in a group of people. In a group of people, but this was completely different. Mm-hmm. Because I was rejecting my physical needs. I wasn't living in my physical body. I was living spiritually. And it was like my body was kind of like on autopilot. It was doing what it needed to do to get from point A to point B. While spiritually me, I was giving all the glory to God. And I was just Mm -hmm. letting God take control. Yeah. And it it was so amazing. Because it's not even like it took me 20 minutes to get into worship. It was like the first song I put on. It was like, boom. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was just mind blowing. It was spirit. It was spirit blowing. Like <laughs> it was personally a moment in my life that I'll 
always think mm-hmm. back to. If I ever have doubt in me, if I ever, you know, think a different way. Um, I guess getting back to the story of the rest of what I did that day, I hung out with Kylie, you know. Her Shout out to Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> we, we carved pumpkins and stuff. Her mother was cooking dinner. Um, and at this point, I had probably about four, four more hours left until sundown. But I also had young adults that night. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be eating until probably after 9 o'clock. And it was f- 4.30, 5 o'clock. But the funny thing was, I wasn't looking forward to eating. I was just kind of thinking about when the next time I could do this was. Wow. That's awesome. And that's wanting to look forward to the next time I can connect deeply with God. It's not even like, I'm excited to go to church this week. I'm excited to go to church five times this week, guys. Let's go. (laughs) Right. Because that's when I connect with God Mm. and that's when I spend time with him. Exactly. You don't just spend time with God at church. And if that's all your relationship is with him, I would in, like I would just encourage you to take a second look because there's so much more that he has mm-hmm. for you and that he can give you when you spend time alone with him in the secret yeah. place. Um, I think it's really cool that you talk about how like your body was like on autopilot at one point. And I feel like Pastor Todd has definitely talked about this before and he definitely has sermons on this. Um, that we maybe can like find and like maybe link for anyone who would be curious. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like he talks about how he like fasted for like an entire month. Mm-hmm. He yeah. didn't eat f- solid food. He only drank water for an entire month, which seems completely absurd to us that someone could go that long yeah. without eating anything. But he said like after the first couple hours or the first couple days, once you get past like the hunger pains. Mm-hmm. Like, the Holy Spirit just, like, takes over. And your body does just go on autopilot. And you're able to get through the day because you're trusting on him. You're trusting in him to sustain you, Mm -hmm. not on other worldly things. Yeah. Like, when's the next time you get to eat? Um, Or, like, other people or that sort of thing. You're spending that time in, like, deep relationship, surrender, like, I don't want anything else. Like, it's like, it's literally, I feel like you hear those like Christian songs and those worship songs, like, um, like nothing, that song, nothing else. else, And it's like that song's literally saying nothing else. Like there's nothing on this world. There's not food. There's not social media. There's not a person. There's nothing on this planet that I want more than I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I'd be willing to give up food. I'd be willing to give up safety, security, my home, if it means getting to just be with you. Yeah. Right. And I have, I have my Bible open right here. It's open to Exodus 34, 27 and 28. Um, and the word that I've been like trying to think, I've been thinking of, but I haven't been able to say is covenant. Mm. This isn't, for pride, it's not for showing everyone, hey, look at me, I'm great. Look at what God's doing in my life. No. It's the same reason why we get <clears throat> why we get baptized. Yeah. You know, it's not I mean baptism, water baptism is a symbol that we have salvation. And then comes the spiritual baptism. The baptism in the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. to really push and enter that covenant with God. And verse 27 says, And the Lord said to Moses, Write these words. 
For in accordance with these words, I have made a covenant with you and with Israel. Verse 28. So he was there with the Lord for 40 days and 40 nights. He neither ate bread nor drank water. And he wrote on the tablets the words of the ten of the covenant, the Ten Commandments. And just being. Imagine, so we can't obviously see God face to face. Mm-hmm. Moses is, Moses and Jesus Christ are the only two people who have either seen God or seen a part of God. Or like looked upon his glory and right. not perished. Right. And I mean, even when Moses did it, he had to go into a cave, completely isolate himself, and then came out like, yeah, like ghost face, like, <laughs> but, I told you guys, it's a family thing. It's funny. Um, but we we can't see God. Mm-hmm. But we still know he's literally right in front of us. Mm-hmm. And we can still feel him behind us, next to us, you know, even inside us. Right. We don't need to see God to know he exists because like the wind, you don't need to see the wind to know it exists. You can see the effects. You can see the trees blowing. You know, you can see leaves swirling in the wind, you know. Yeah. You can even see it literally pick up cars, trampolines, stuff like that when it gets so strong. Right. In the same aspect, you don't need to see God to know it exists. Yeah. You can see the fact that people are being healed. People are speaking in tongues. Yeah, the evidence is all around us. People are understanding languages that they never even learned before. And they're communicating both ways. People are literally being raised from the dead. And that's what's so amazing. So when Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he had that intimacy with God. But he literally got to be with God. And in the same way, we can still have that intimacy with God, not having him face to face or having a big dark storm cloud around us, you know, speaking in thunder and fire and lightning, we can still feel him and we can still know that he's with us and that we're with him. And really kind of from, I want to say one o'clock to the rest of the day, it was like, I wasn't hungry. And that's because I knew all I needed was God. Right. So pulling up to the, time where Kylie and I were going to devoted young adults, I felt amazing. I felt like, I, I just felt satisfied. Mm-hmm. The night before, her and I had a hibachi express. Fill up the belly before you fast. <laughs> it, it wasn't the good one in Stewart. It was in The hibachi PSL. express in PSL. That's like, right. <laughs> it's pretty good, though. That junk yeah. is pretty fire. It is. Shout out and, to them. It sat really heavy in my stomach. That's the thing. (laughs) That was definitely on the recording. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I leaned away from the mic. (laughs) But the night before, I had had the Hibachi Express. And the entire night, I, you know, it it felt like a rock in my stomach. You know, I woke up the next morning, I was hungry. Yeah. But the night that I was at Devoted, the day I was fasting, it felt like I had that satisfaction. It felt like I just had 
the steak and fried rice with vegetables and the two the two tuna rolls that I had that same that night. So much food. <laughs> anyway. It felt like I just had like a full course meal at five o'clock, you know? Mm-hmm. And even just going even into worship. Yeah. Just around other people. It felt the same as it did when I was in the car. I knew God was with me. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, like, obviously I couldn't close my eyes and stuff like that while driving. But humbling myself before God, you know, Mm -hmm. to not just be humble before the creator of the universe and not to, you know, show the fact that he's in control. I'm not. Mm -hmm. But to remind myself that, you know, this is who I choose to follow. Yeah. This is what I choose to do. It was just amazing. Right. And most nights, you know, I feel conviction for things in the past that I've done, for things that I do now, for just the littlest things, the things that don't even matter and the things that do. And I end up crying during worship and stuff like that. But that didn't happen tonight because I knew that today I was with God. And God was was with me all day. Mm -hmm. That I would stop at nothing to have this feeling again. That's awesome. It's really cool. And kind of rounding out the night, we ended up actually leaving five minutes after young adults ended. um, Because Kylie got hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Shout Shout out out to to Kylie. Kylie. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But we we chose to, after we said goodbye to everyone, you know, I talked to Mike a little bit and kind of on the car ride to Chick-fil-A, I felt like I don't, I don't want to eat, you know? I don't want to satisfy my body because I know that once my body is satisfied with the worldly things, you know, I'll be kind of back in back into that in a way for my spiritual body. But I had to remind myself it's not that, you know. I'm still both. Mm-hmm. I'm still a living, breathing being, but I also have my spirit in me yeah. that's just as alive and on fire as before. Right. Mm-hmm. So I took it easy. I took it slow. Had a large fry. <laughs> and... Yeah. You ever, sorry, this is like a random note. You ever like go a long period of time without eating? Like you're like fasting for a long period of time and then like you eat and you eat like a ton of food and then you literally feel like you're going to be so sick. You're like, I hate the feeling of being (laughs) full and I hate eating so much. It's because your body like gets used to not having food. And so like, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. (laughs) It's a good thing that you took it slow. Yeah. So we headed back to Kylie's that night. We had dinner. It was a nice spaghetti dinner. Shout out to Kylie's mom. Um, and <laughs> Shout out funny, to Nicole. The Nicole, funny thing is, the real MVP. The funny thing is, is that I had she. She said she made extra because she knew that I'd be hungry at the end of the, at the end of the night. Because mm-hmm. reminder, I was fasting from sunrise to sunset because I, I don't know. It's just what I chose to do. Yeah. Hopefully next time I'll choose to do the entire day, go to sleep, wake up, and then eat. Yeah. But after I had eaten, like, three full plates, I felt just as full as three I... Three full plates? 
those spaghetti. Homie is skinny, but he can put it away. I'm telling you. I felt just as satisfied. That's so many carbs. I'm sorry. Okay, have you seen me, though? So many noodles in your stomach. I probably do the same thing. Three full plates. As I'm picking out right now with my chocolate croissant. Is like eating on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks, Elijah. Yeah, no problem. I was thinking like about talking with his mouthful. I was thinking about like bringing an entire snack bag <laughs> and just rustling, you know, in the mic. Like ASMR. Yeah. But decided not to. Actually, I forgot to. So, um, but yeah, finishing out the night after eating, you know, a lot of food. I felt just as full as I did at Devoted earlier yeah. in the day. I felt just as great. And that that just blew me away. Mm-hmm. Being so connected with God, being in that intimacy with that covenant, in that connection with him, to literally not feel the pains of my physical body, to not pay attention to the wants or the needs of it. And still be perfectly fine. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it really differs for every person that does it because every person and their walk with Christ is completely different because God's always going to want to show each person something different. But for me, this was just super eye-opening and it was so amazing to really feel that connection because mm-hmm. recently in the past maybe a month and a half, I feel like I've been kind of going through this dry season where I'd worship and I know I'd be worshiping God, you know, I'd be glorifying him, but I just wouldn't feel anything, you know, everybody around me would be falling on their knees and I'd be trying to raise my hands thinking the higher I raise them, the more like God signal I get, like I was an antenna or something. (laughs) You ever feel like that though? You're like, I just need a little bit more and you like raise your hand and it's like, just like more. One more. Okay. Oh, there it is. Just like stretch out. And it was just, it was difficult for me mm-hmm. to really kind of find that connection, find that intimacy with God. I knew I had it, you know. I didn't think it was lost. I didn't think God had abandoned me because I know that he doesn't do that. You know, he loves us. And we do have those seasons, you know. I mean, even the Bible says that we're to be like trees planted by, what is it, rushing water? By flowing waters. By flowing waters mm-hmm. And in our right season, produce fruit. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean we're always going to be like, wow, Jesus this, Jesus that, speaking in tongues and healing people all the time. You very well could. That might be what God wants from you or has planned for you. But each person has a different season. Yeah. And I was just kind of in this just season of dryness where I was getting a lot of people to pour into me. I was getting a lot of knowledge and wisdom. And I was kind of like soaking it up like a sponge. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of wasn't feeling any presence there. Mm -hmm. And being being able to have an entire day of nothing but literally having God's holy fire just rain down on me. And just satisfy every need that my body could have had or wanted was absolutely amazing. That's 
That's awesome. That's funny. Um, that makes me think. Um, trying to think of what I'm trying to say. Um, there was a post that our friend Jenna made. I'm gonna read it because I feel like it pertains. Pretty shout out to, to Jenna. This. Shout out to Jenna. Oh yeah. She's Lots the coolest, and I kind of miss her and Dom. I really miss them. I they were so cool. Them. You guys are so cool. I love you. I hope that they're listening <laughs> because I'm their biggest fan, and they'll never know that. <laughs> anyway, she made this post last night. It's really short and sweet. Um, but she wrote, I'll re- just read some of it. She said, what if we had FOMO of our prayer closets? What is it? What if we had FOMO of our prayer closets? So, like, FOMO is, like, yeah. for those of you who don't know, fear of missing out. So, like... What if we had fear of missing out of what God had for us? Yes, right. Like, would we be more willing to give up the yeah. physical? Would we be more willing to set aside spending time with that person or, mm-hmm. you know, eating a meal um, to spend time in deep prayer and deep relationship with the Lord? Would we be willing to lose sleep? Yeah. You know, like, would we be willing to, like, just intercede for the people around us at all hours of the night because we feel that that's what he's calling us to do. Um, It was just like, I don't know, it was just like really really convicting for me in this season as I feel like I get so busy where it's like I don't even feel like I can fast because Mm -hmm. I'm so busy and I'm moving so quickly and it's like I just have to jump from one thing to the next. Then she writes, what if we have a fear of missing out because God placed it there so that we would have a fear of not having enough oil. Wow. What if we were afraid? What if our biggest fear in life was not being close to him? Mm-hmm. Um, she said, what if, uh, what if we turn that fear of missing out on events and trying to be everywhere all the time into the fear of missing out on, en- on entering into heaven? Fear of not being close to Jesus, fear of not having enough oil in our lamps, a genuine fear of God, of us missing him and never knowing him, and a fear of him never knowing us. I will live on the altar, make my whole life an altar. I feel like we say stuff like that a lot, Mm -hmm. especially like in worship. Mm -hmm. My life is an altar, like, you know, I pour my oil out. Yeah. But it's like, where where are we filling our lamps? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like when we spend intentional time in fasting, in prayer, giving up our own physical. And this is like, I'm talking to myself on this one. Like giving up our own physical needs and satisfactions and what we want physically for being and spending time with the spirit and like in our prayer closet. What if that was more important to us? Like that's... In those moments when we're intentional time with the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. it's all we have to cling to. Yeah. It's just like this desperate, like, I don't need anything else. I don't want anything else but you. That's where the oil comes from. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when we try and fill our lamps, so to speak, with other things, it's like trying to pour water in an oil lamp. Yeah. Like, it's going to wet the wick of the oil lamp and nothing's going to be able to light. Mm. And then if you try and mix oil with water, they separate, Mm. they can't ever combine. So 
what are we filling our lamps with? Are we trying to fill it with half water and half oil and hope that it makes our oil last a little Mm -hmm. bit longer when it can't? Or are we pouring oil into our lamps? Is that our like deepest heart's cry to just be in his presence and to just be with him? Because I'll be the first person to admit, I don't know if that's been my heart's posture. The last like couple weeks or the last like month or so. Like I don't, I, I don't know if that's been my heart posture. And that for me is really convicting and like literally makes me want to get up and just like run and be like, okay, God, like I just want to be with you. Like I just want to spend time with you Mm -hmm. and I want to give everything up for that. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's really good. And like going back to um, what you said earlier about like being in in church and like worshiping um, versus like being alone, I feel like at church it can kind of get to like a point where we're just performing mm-hmm. Absolutely. for other people. We're thinking about what other people yeah. are seeing or thinking about us. And for me personally, I find it way easier to worship. And connect with God by myself, right. because I'm not, I'm not like faced with this like, um, like what are other people yeah. thinking about me? Like, are they looking at me? <laughs> like right. it's so it's so amazing. and it's but, so silly because everybody yeah. else is focusing on their mm-hmm. moment and their time with God, yeah. but I feel the exact There's so same much, way. Like, I feel like so much pressure, like for no reason because like nobody's right. paying attention to yeah. me, <laughs> and it's like, um, and that's why I find it like kind of difficult. Um, to connect with God in church, like, during worship, unless I'm, like, away from everybody else. Right. Um, Because of, like, this pressure that I've put on myself. Like, oh, are you really, like, I don't know. I just get so distracted. Yeah. Like, so easily. Um, And that's, that's actually a really good, like, thing to take into account especially while fasting right you know the reason why i chose to do it monday was because i'm off you know the first half of the week i'm doing nothing why would i want to fast during a day where i wouldn't be able to focus on god Mm -hmm. i'd be focused on working i don't get hungry when i work because i get into like a zone where like i'm too focused on everything else other than you know what i'm hungry for right Mm -hmm. So why would I focus, why would I try to focus on God when I'm trying to focus on who needs this drink? Why is mm-hmm. that pastry in the oven? You know, has it been baked yet? What does this person want? Mm-hmm. Oh God, 20 people just came in and the person that I'm with is just not doing anything. She's yeah. on her phone doing nothing. Why would I want to focus on God? Why would I yeah, want exactly. to attempt to make, to say, this day's for you, God, and then turn around and not even look at him? Mm-hmm. Right. And be totally, let, allow yeah. yourself to be totally distracted. Right. And on the flip side, you know, a lot of people look at it like, well, I don't want to do it a day where I'm doing nothing because then it's just going to be hard and miserable for me. I'm just going to be sitting on my couch doing absolutely nothing, starving to death. Right. <laughs> but that's, that's yeah. the really difficult thing is mm-hmm. that if you, if you have enough discipline to do that, mm-hmm. to literally, to fast for God on a day that you're not doing anything special, mm-hmm. that you don't have yeah. anything planned, that you're not working, you're not doing anything around the house, you know, you're not going out with friends other than like to somebody's house. Why not? Yeah. Right. Like 
why not just do it? Yeah. Because at most, you're going to be hungry for a day. You're mm-hmm. going to have a little bit of hunger pain. Or at, at the very least, you're going to have the hunger pain. Mm-hmm. At most, you'll have that glory and connection with God. Right. Yeah. Like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Exactly. Like, like, I think Pastor Todd says, he's like, just skip one meal. Mm-hmm. Like, spend one meal. Yeah, he's into praying. it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's not like you have to spend the entire day or the yeah. entire week or the entire yeah. month. Right off the bat, like, skip a meal. Like, spend that mm-hmm. time in intentional prayer. Like, get off your phone, turn it off, flip it over, whatever you need to do. Like, get in your, whatever, whether it's, like, a physical closet or, you know, like, your room and lock the door or go on a walk, mm-hmm. get outside. Do whatever you feel like connects you with the Lord the most. But, like, do that during that, during your lunchtime, maybe even at work. Like, you're at work, and maybe, like, you are distracted during the day, but you know that you need to spend intentional time with him. Like, fast during your lunch break. Go Mm -hmm. on a walk. Sit in your office and lock the door. And just, like, play soft, slow instrumental music and just be alone with him. Because that is so much more filling Mm -hmm. than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is... Going into this, you never want to have the mindset that this is going to suck. I'm just going to be hungry. Because if you go in with the bad mindset, you're going to be focused. And that's that's basically you're envisioning the playing field and you're playing on that field. Right. The bad it's one that you envision. Yeah. Exactly. So if you envision that doing this is going to be bad for you and then you do it, you're not going to be focused on God. You're going to be focused on, God, I'm so hungry. How Why miserable am I doing you are, this? right? Like, if, if you really loved me, I wouldn't have to eat, and you would be filling me right now, but no. I'm sitting in my office alone because I was told to do this by a couple people on a podcast, and now I'm just hungry. And now I'm miserable, and this is the worst, and don't come messaging us when you have a bad time fasting, okay? And that's the thing. Anything you do, do with love. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't just go toward other people. That goes for everything. Right. If you're doing it to other people, you might as well be doing it to yourself, the good and yeah. the bad. You know? So if you're treating people with love, you need to treat yourself and your walk with Christ with love. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing that, then you're not walking in the way that Christ wanted you to. Right. You know, you're not following Christ. You're not following the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit should be leading you to do. Right. Mm-hmm. that's really good yeah. <clears throat> that's really convicting too sorry me. I just uh, no that's good yeah, I need yeah. to I be, just went no. I need to be kicked in the butt <laughs> you know yeah me too but me too any other thoughts none anything head empty like he said it all wow but um i definitely just want to encourage everyone today or whenever you're listening to this you know it doesn't have to be a full day it doesn't have to be 30 or 40 days a full month you know it doesn't even have to be eating you know i just want to encourage you guys you know take time replace something in your daily schedule that obviously isn't an obligation. Replace something that you like to do with being with God and right. just being alone mm-hmm. in that. 
being alone in prayer, we're just sulking in his presence. Like on Spotify or YouTube or even Apple Music, you can find so many different playlists of just like sulking in his presence. Yeah, right. You literally can type Mm -hmm. in, I don't know if anybody's soaking music and it literally comes with like, Mm-hmm. There's like five, six, eight, twelve hour yeah. loop yeah. like music. And it's like sometimes it's like instrumentals of worship songs or like piano versions of like different worship songs. If that's really distracting for you, for me, that's distracting because then I'm like, oh, I know this song. And I'm like singing the words <laughs> in my head. I'm like bopping along. Yeah. And I'm not actually thinking about anything but like the song. I'm like, yo. <laughs> I couldn't think of a song just now. I don't know if you guys have ever noticed, but if you go into the Chick Fil A bathrooms, they play like instrumental Christian music. But it's like the old stuff. It's like it's it's like like old old stuff. stuff. I went into the bathroom of a Chick Fil A the other day, and I heard like an old version of a Toby Mac song. I was like, no way. (laughs) Sometimes when I go to the bathroom at work, I'll like just sit there and I'll try and guess the song. I'm like. Is this the piano version of the Casting Crown song? <laughs> Natalie Grant. This is Natalie Grant. It's like, oh, yeah, but man. I mean, you don't even have to find a special playlist. It doesn't have to be yeah. like, it, like worship music. You can literally just find like piano music yeah. or soft, mm-hmm. right? Soft instruments. But I'm not saying go listen to like screamo hard rock and try to sulk in that because I don't think that's really right. God's presence. I mean, to each their own. Right. (laughs) But I mean, you can even just go on YouTube and there are tons of different like sleeping meditation things and stuff like that where they play like Delta and Theta waves, which are supposed to like soothe the mind and put the mind at ease and stuff like that. Right. You can Mm -hmm. listen to that. I listen to that whenever I get migraines and stuff like that. So, I mean, why not? (laughs) But it, it, you don't even have to listen to anything. Yeah. Just yeah, take you time. can sit in mm-hmm. silence if that's your thing. And the thing is, a lot of the time, that's what God wants us to do. He just wants us to be quiet. Just sit still and just be open to him. Right. Even if you don't receive anything, you know, you're sitting still and you're waiting for him. Right. You, we we ignore him so much. I don't yeah. think we realize Absolutely. that. Yeah, like do. he is constantly speaking to us. Mm-hmm. And we just turn our ears off. And we yeah. fill everything up with noise and busyness and work and music and all these sort of things. And it's not until like we're in. I feel like that's why. And I don't know. Maybe I am opening a new door here to make this podcast even longer than it is. But I feel like we're so afraid to be alone with who we truly are Mm, Mm -hmm. and our thoughts and what goes through our head. We are so afraid to be alone with that and the voice of God at the same time. Mm -hmm. We're so afraid of that conviction on our thoughts or what we're thinking or what we should do or what we shouldn't do that we fill our lives with mm-hmm. noise. It's so much easier mm-hmm. to scroll through Instagram or scroll through TikTok or, you know, play really loud music and not even actually have to think about things. But the yeah. second that you're quiet and it's just you, mm-hmm. that is so scary. Yeah, yeah. it is. Because it's like you're faced with, um, like you said, like who we really are. And maybe it's like we we like where we're at, where we're at and we don't want to change or right. we're like we're – to we feel shame and guilt um 
that we are how we are and we don't want to be in the presence of God. Right. But, we don't feel like we can be. But like the beauty of it is like if we go to God just as we just as we are, um, like we we if we are in the presence of God, we will never leave the same. Like we we won't leave his presence the same that um as we did coming into it. Right. Um so I, I don't know. I, I I just think that's really cool because if we are honest with God about like, um, like our problems and like the things that we struggle with, He can help us through those things. Right. Yeah. And like we just all we need to do is just um, like lay it down, lay it all down, and live with our hands open. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes like we're afraid of losing ourselves. Yeah. Because we this is comfortable. Mm-hmm. We know this. Yeah. We've been, we've done this a hundred times. Whatever it is you're doing, however it is that you are, we've done it a hundred times. We know it. We're comfortable. It feels good. And we're afraid of losing ourselves mm-hmm. when we open ourselves up to yeah, Christ. for sure. Yeah. But I think the reality is, is like, once we realize that it's not about losing yourself, it's about finding mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And knowing that he makes you more of who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has so many greater things for you. So much more. And <clears throat> I think if we can let go of that, like fear of like losing who we feel like we are mm-hmm. and know that he makes us better mm-hmm. and that we don't have to, we don't have to, I don't say we don't have to change because I feel like. You kind of, you kind of do, do have to change, <laughs> yeah. but it's not anything that you do. It's something that just happens yeah. naturally. Yeah. Um, you're becoming more of who God created you to be. You get to be more of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm a different person now than I was two years ago. Yeah. And it's not because I did A, B, and C. It's because I literally just was like, okay, God, I want to be more of me. Yeah. And I need you to teach me how to do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, sorry, not to cut you off, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I f- really feel like someone listening to this, whenever it comes out, needs to hear that you need to let that go. Right. You need to let that go. Whatever it is that you're holding on to, God wants you to let that go. Amen. Okay, I don't know who that's for, but <laughs> I feel like yeah. somebody will yeah. listen to it. Yeah. I yeah. feel like there are so many people. I mean, I still need to remind mm-hmm. myself of that, of like, I'm not losing myself because I'm trusting in him. I'm mm-hmm. gaining myself yeah. because I'm trusting in him. Yeah. And maybe yeah. it looks different than the mm-hmm. life that I maybe would have wanted or would have created on my own, but it's so much sweeter and mm-hmm. it's so much better to trust him. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm going to say something super convicting for myself. Um, I just feel, I really feel the need to say this, but so often will fleece and we'll be like Gideon and we'll just lay out a fleece because we'll hear God's voice and we'll say, is that really what you said, God? Did you really want me to? Okay. But like be for real next time. Like, all right, God, but if you do this in my life, then I'll know for sure you said this, but right now I'm going to leave it be. Right. I'm going to go turn around and do something else. Why do we do that? Like why? It's just natural. Why, yeah. why do we try to negotiate with the creator of the universe <laughs> yeah. 
us being mortal beings that have no power to change anything spiritually <laughs> because without him we can't do anything yeah that's so, so true. yeah if we just stop fleecing if i stop fleecing out what i hear from god and just start doing mm-hmm. when i hear god when i receive a message from god and i just stop you know, waiting for confirmation, even though I've already gotten it through the message, through what I received from him, my connection with him would be so much greater. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if people look at me a funny way or tell me off or something like that, or just have a negative opinion, because at the end of the day, their opinion doesn't matter. Right. If someone doesn't like you because you have an amazing relationship with the creator of the universe then they're missing out yeah. because they don't have the relationship you have. They don't have the experiences you have. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, a lot of Christians will turn on other Christians because they don't understand the other person's perspective. Because right. you can tell somebody your experience, you can tell someone your breakthrough, but they will never experience that breakthrough you had. And a lot of the time, they'll kind of section you off from it. Right. I had age-old friends kind of pull away from me because I told them, that I've been living more spiritually, mm-hmm. that I haven't been living in a Baptist way. I've been living more for God and I've been pursuing my spiritual life, yeah. my eternal life in heaven, more so my physical life and more so if I'm being, if I'm doing good behavior, yeah. if I'm going out and inviting people to church and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the funny thing is, is that if you're already living spiritually, if you're following your spiritual body, your mind and your body will follow suit with your spirit. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, so maybe this is like too theological for this podcast. We can get into it if you want to or not. But just to touch really quick, Pastor Todd teaches, I personally believe, I think you guys can agree. I don't know who else out there can agree. But we are created in the image of God, Mm -hmm. which means that we have, just as he has three persons in one, we are three mm-hmm. persons in one. Body, soul, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So your body, obviously your physical fleshly body, like you. Look yeah. in the mirror, that's it. Your mind is like your thoughts, mm-hmm. like your or your soul. It's like your mind, your thoughts, your will, your emotions, you everything that, yeah. It's your personality. Mm-hmm. It's your like, it's your makeup. It's mm-hmm. what makes you who you are. And then you have your soul or your spirit um, that is like, it's what connects you to God. Right. It's what we believe to have been what dies in the garden. Right. When Adam is kicked out. Mm -hmm. When, Um, When Adam eats of the fruit, when Adam sins against God, because it wasn't Eve, it was Adam who was with Eve Eve was deceived. Adam, Adam sinned. sinned. Yeah. Right. God said you would die. Obviously, they didn't drop dead in the garden mm-hmm. because they didn't physically die. They spiritually died. Right. And, and there so, are a lot of spiritually dead people, and your spirit's going to stay dead unless you accept forgiveness from Christ and you accept the gift that Christ has given you and accept the fact that he loves you and he died for you mm-hmm. and he wants nothing more than to just be with you. Right. Um, I forget where I was going to go with that. Sorry, I interrupted you. So. That's okay. Um, I really can't remember. Family trait, guys. Um, 
Your spirit died, garden. I'm thinking. Body, soul, spirit. Body, soul, spirit. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Oh, my God. Um, no, I think I was just going to say, like, when, oh, okay, so when our spirit is, like, alive, alive in Christ, mm-hmm. you've accepted that, you've decided to die to yourself, which, by the way, is a daily, hourly, minutely thing, is to die to your own self, your mm-hmm. own wants, fasting. your own needs, fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, when you decide to die to yourself, um, you there are just things that come naturally when your spirit is alive. And so when you're, when you're living by the spirit, your mind, will, and emotions and your body just naturally follow. Mm-hmm. And that's the order. A lot of people think that, and I'll, where a lot of religions maybe get it mixed up is my body has to be in line with this so that my mind and my will and emotions follow or my mind, will, and emotions have to reflect mm-hmm. this or A, B, and C so that I behave this way and I have good behavior and I act this way. And then my soul will be right with God. Mm-hmm. When in reality, it's, I need to get my heart right with him. I need to be with him. I need to fill my oil. I mm-hmm. need to be with him. And my body and my mind will just naturally follow. Right. My mind, will, and emotions are changed and are affected yeah, when I'm in unity with him, yeah. which therefore affects the actions of my body. Mm-hmm. Right. And similar to how, you know, we believe we're uh, spirit soul and flesh it can be easily compared to the temple back then because the temple was also made of three parts it was the outside the temple the outer temple which was known as the courtyard Mm -hmm. there was the inner holy place which was you know where a lot of people came in prayed and stuff but then at the center there was the holy of holies which was covered by a veil which only the holiest of priests can go in at the time. And the funny thing about that comparison is that sin can enter to the three places. Sin can enter our soul. It can enter our body Mm. through the things that we want, through the things that we think. And through the things that we do. Mm. Just like sin could enter the courtyard of the church. Just how people would sell, how how in the story where Jesus got upset, where people were taxing and selling in the church courtyard or inside the holy place where I forget what uh, it was with King David, where they had false idols inside the church, you know, sin can enter those Mm -hmm. places. But the thing about the Holy of Holies is that that's where God resides. That's untouchable. That's in our spirit because when sin goes in there, it dies. Right. And similar to the fact So when Jesus died in Matthew, he illustrates, Todd talked about this, he illustrates that rock split and the veil was torn. And a lot of people thought that that meant that we could go into the Holy of Holies to be with God. Mm. But I I know I'm just re-preaching a lot of what Todd said like last Sunday. Shout out to Pastor Todd. (laughs) He'll never see this. (laughs) But 
why would God design it for us to accept forgiveness and then have to walk into the temple to get to him? When in reality, it's the veil was torn so that the spirit could be let out mm-hmm. right. so that there wouldn't there there would be no plate. There would be no need for mm-hmm. a holy of holy place physically so that we could actually reap those benefits spiritually just by accepting Christ, by accepting that water that spilled from him and becoming the Holy Spirit's new temple. Right. And keeping that holy of holies inside our spirits and keeping that mm-hmm. with us so that now that our spirits are alive through Christ, sin can't enter us. Sin can't enter our spirits. We can still do sinful things. We can still think sinful thoughts. But at our very core, in our spirit, no sin can touch that because we're protected by Christ. Right. We repent for the things that we do and the things that are hidden that we feel or we think in our hearts. We don't, there's nothing that can separate us or that can take us away. From, they're really loud. They're having a party. <laughs> they're just screaming. Oh, wow. They're like, I thought you guys were actually Brave joking on a Wednesday. about that. <laughs> there actually are like there are voices. people cheering. And they're <laughs> having a party. Anyway. But yeah, that's yeah. good. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing. Thanks um, for being on, little bro. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I was actually really worried last night. Um, because I was, I was leaving to go to, to work, to go to the Mm -hmm. event that I was working. And I was like, I've literally done nothing to prepare for this. I'm going to go in. It's going to be like 20 minutes. I'm going to say everything I I have to say. And it's just going to (laughs) be, we're just going to sit and stare at each other for like the next 45 minutes of the podcast. (laughs) But no, it was, I was actually really intimidated by coming on just because I thought like, what if wow, what I say so cool. could be invalidated? Yeah. What if someone like pulls up? Actually, you you misread this verse or you misinterpreted this. It actually says this, and you're completely wrong, Lamo. Like, you know, <laughs> We'd never say that on the air. We'd wait till we were cut. Yeah. <laughs> so just kidding. And the trolls on the internet will always be the trolls on the internet. This is a safe space. This is a this safe is a space. In reality, you know, <laughs> go just... back to episode two to get that one. <laughs> this is a safe space. Was that episode two or episode one? I don't remember. Uh, it was one of those first two episodes. It was 15 episodes ago. So. This is literally 15 episodes ago. But in reality, you know, even though like the setup is kind of intimidating with the bright lights and having to people here, <laughs> having to be close enough to the mic and stuff like that right. for actually it to pick up when you're speaking truth and when there's no deception coming out, when it's just genuine, it's not hard. Right. Yeah. You know? It just comes natural. And thank God mm-hmm. that, you know, I get on these little bunny trails and stuff and start talking about things that somehow kind of like all root out, but yeah. still connect to the same yeah. conversation topic. So, I mean, my worry was for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> shame on me for doubting God that. that yeah, shame on you. <laughs> Just like kidding. 20 minutes and then <laughs> awkward silence, but it was really a pleasure. Thank you guys. Yeah, thank you for thank you. it. Thanks so, for hanging out with us. 
<laughs> okay, so at the end of every episode, <laughs> we do an encouragement. It's that time of the episode. It's that time. We have to get a little song to play episode. at this part because <laughs> I feel like it's that important. We like to encourage our guests, give them something to walk away from mm-hmm. since they bless us so much when they come right. in and they bless you guys when they share their hearts. So we want to just encourage them as they walk away and go throughout the rest of their week. Mm-hmm. So, Giselle, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Okay. Little brother. Anybody seen Phineas and Ferb? Oh, my God. Yes. You will always be mine. Okay. Little little brothers. (laughs) Um, Okay. That's from the episode that they finally got bust. Yeah. She's, like, sad that they're gone. (laughs) Like, this is everything you wanted, Candace. Anyway. Um, Elijah James McMahon. Oh, James. James. Yeah. James. Jimmy. That's what EJ James. stands for. Jimmy. Oh, right. Jimmy. Jimothy. Jimothy. Um, I'm a little nervous, actually. Is this like encouragement I'm toward me or encouragement to, to the listeners? To you. To you. Oh, why to me? Because we want you best. to walk away with something oh. from us. Yeah. Thanks. You're welcome. Maybe one day we'll get t-shirts and we'll just hand you a t-shirt and pat you on the back, but <laughs> this is what it is for right now. Listen, I'll be happy with like... A Coffee. I'll be, no, I'll be happy with a sticker. <laughs> we don't have those. So if you guys make me coffee, I'll be upset because That's I'm, don't know how to make I'm a coffee snob. <laughs> right. Anyway, so okay. So for those of you who don't know, Elijah is my brother. <laughs> Shout out to Emily. That. Just make sure you guys know. Um, <clears throat> I won't get into detail because it's not important for this. But we've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of chaos, a lot of trauma, a lot of turmoil. And I told you this last night, but like, you're my ride or die. And you know that. Like, we walk through this life together. You are like, we, we are all each other has, mm-hmm. right? I just want you to know. That as your big sister, and I'm going to try really hard not to cry, and it's not going to happen because I can already feel it. (laughs) That as your big sister, I look at you, and I am so incredibly proud of who you are. Because you could be a much different person with everything that we've been through, and you could have chosen a much different life, something that would have been a lot less, a, a lot easier And you strive so hard to make the people's lives around you so much better. And you just want everyone to be loved. And I'm just like, I'm just so blown away by you every time you tell me a story or every time something happens. Um, Yeah, I don't know. You're just, I love you a lot. And I'm really proud of the young man that you are. And I pray that every girl out there gets to meet a guy like you one day because you are amazing. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. That's sweet. I love you. <laughs> All right. It's your turn, Giselle. <laughs> Don't start crying, okay. Giselle. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> um, I don't know you very well. <laughs> she actually doesn't like you. I'm just kidding. No, I yeah. don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
aside from our like, best friend's little brother, <laughs> our, our like frat boy impressions <laughs> oh that we God. do, like passing by. I've had it up to here, dude. <laughs> We love it. We love it. (laughs) No, you are, you're very awesome. Um, I know Kyron loves you. He loves hanging out with you. Um, You're like a little brother to him. Um, And I kind of see you the same way. Like, you're like a little brother to me. He's a little Um, brother of the show, guys. (laughs) Show him some love and some respect. (laughs) Little Um, brother. (laughs) I think that it's so awesome that you are pursuing um and like being intentional about like digging deeper into your relationship with God and your walk with him I think that's super awesome because I feel like with guys your age it's kind of rare to find, like to yeah. see them like that who's like so intentional about um uh wanting to be closer with God and like be like spiritually mature and yeah I think I just think um, <laughs> it's really cool to see um, you doing that. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> that's <pretty much> all. <laughs> oh, well, man. All right, buddy. Well, we love you. Love you, too. Yeah. I guess I'll... And you guys are awesome. And thanks. I haven't really watched many episodes of the podcast. He actually okay. doesn't watch any at all. <laughs> he admitted that to me. Yeah. Listen... <laughs> I work for Self-Evident. Shout out to Self-Evident Shout Ministry Podcast. Shout out to podcast. Self-Evident. Every, su- every Saturday morning at 9, guys. Um, Is that really when they do it? Yeah, now? they changed uh, it. If you guys really want to yeah. kind of get in the loop about what's happening, absolutely go check them out. Yes, um, Self-Evident. Don't, don't tell them Elijah sent you because I don't need that kind of embarrassment. <laughs> um, Thanks. Our <laughs> listeners appreciate that. Anyway. But I, I guess I just kind of want to leave you guys with both you, you too, and then I also want to leave the listeners with something. You guys are great. And having just a forum where you, you get people and just encourage not just the guests, but also the listeners mm-hmm. to connect more with God from getting other people's testimonies through giving your own testimonies and just giving people a safe place to listen, to talk, to express, and to just be with God. That's amazing. So you guys are really awesome. (laughs) Thanks. And I want to encourage you guys to keep doing that. And for you guys, the listeners, I really want to encourage you to just dive deeper into God. A lot of the time, diving deeper doesn't mean I got to raise my hands higher. Mm -hmm. I got to worship louder. No, just it's even just the small things. Just, I mean, read a little more each day. Pray a little longer each day. Be a little more intimate and serious with God, you know. Let him have a problem that you've been holding on to for a while or skip a lunch, skip a dinner, skip a breakfast. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Set time aside for him and just be with him. Talk to him, you know. And the more you do that, the more he'll reveal to you and the more that you'll connect with him. Thanks. Thank you, Elijah, for your time. And for your words. Thank you for letting me eat on the uh, set. Um, You're welcome. I'm actually out of coffee now. This wouldn't have been okay if we were filming, though. So just not. Anyway. Um, All right. That brings us to the end of our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening and for being so supportive and for all of your love. We 
really want to try and do this more often. So mm-hmm. just be looking out for that. We really want to try and be more consistent. <laughs> We're really sorry. <laughs> Life gets in the way. <laughs> um, follow us on Instagram, our journal entry. Um, are we, do we have, we don't have Facebook yet, right? No. Okay. Yet. So we're working on getting on Facebook for you guys. We're working on going live. Yes. We Ooh. would really like to be able to go live so we can go live on Facebook, on YouTube, all that sort of stuff. And then, but then you can still catch us yeah. if you listen to us on Spotify, our yeah. episodes will still be up on Fridays. Um, so just be looking out for that. Um, we love you guys and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. <laughs>